0: Yo, what's going on? Welcome to this week's episode of River City 93. I'm your host as always, Ellie Barr, and I'm back. I sound peaceful, sound relaxed, had a good vacation. And is joining me are two guys that probably not only had a panic attack during the game, but also said a couple of swear words at the game. But then it all ended with a smile, just like how the week usually goes. It's Maddish in here. How are you guys doing? What up?
1: Uh, hey, hey. I think <laughs> I lost a couple of years off my life in that game, for real.
0: Sir, If that's the case, you probably lost a lot. If, if that's the case. <laughs> dealing with this team and all the cardiac arrest. I will say this. I'm sorry. I did right? not watch this game live. I was enjoying my anniversary dinner. And then I got home because, of course, when Richmond travels, there's always some type of delay in a game or something. And I got to watch the last 10 minutes. Turned the TV on. Saw we're now 2-1. Was really contemplating, like, F this. I'm not watching this. But, Matt, as we talked about before, loyalty is stupidity. And I stuck to it. And glad I did.
2: So I'm hearing this, this is all, you know, your fault uh for the first 80 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't watch. If I watched, probably we would have done better. Yeah, we probably would have smoked them if you watched the whole game. Probably so. Probably so. Yeah. Probably
2: hope you're so. happy with yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did see that there were a couple of traveling fans, and I think what Richard <laughs> went down, John Mars, a few other I mean, people. And the photo is pretty good. good.
2: Yeah, if you look at the shot uh you know a few different times, you can see that there's a good group of people. Down there, you know, between uh, like some of the Red Army crew, between various, uh, you know, girlfriends, wives, family members, uh, other fans, I'd say eyeballing it, look, maybe like you know,
0: fifteen to twenty. Yeah, which is good. That's after a two-hour
2: rain delay.
1: Look, the crazy thing is, judging by the audio, it sounded like there were more Kickers fans there than NCFC fans.
0: Well, I would imagine the most of fans probably dipped out after what the rain delay, which was almost, what, two hours, if I'm not mistaken? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I imagine really a lot late. of fans probably dipped out. <clears throat> and this wasn't the yeah, only game no, to be delayed no, no. this weekend, right? You had, what, Greenville was delayed? I know Tucson yep. was delayed for another reason, because um, NCFC, oddly enough, got uh, stuck in Dallas, so they had to turn back and but. Yeah, it's like a lot of games got delayed this weekend all across America.
2: I don't care about those other games. (laughs) But that's true. (laughs) Let's talk
0: about the game that really does matter, the game that keeps the kickers not only second in the table, but a win on Tuesday puts us one point behind Greenville. And it's a good game for a lot of good reasons. I mean, first of all, I think there's some good talking points to take away from this. One, Chizaki gets back in the scoring sheet. Two, the has two assists. Um, any other positives to draw from this game? You guys probably watched the game a lot better than I did. <laughs> um,
1: well, w- one thing is we saw a lot. Uh, we saw some different things with uh with the way the the, the boys were attacking without Bolanos. Um, one aspect that I've seen when we've had Bolaños on the pitch is that there's a bit of diversity with the way the ball is either served to him or into space uh, behind the last offender for him to run on to, or he's dropping in and receiving the ball and turning and taking players on. And there was, I felt that when Bolaños was not playing, you were getting a lot of the same old stuff. Send the ball in for Gordon, send the ball in for Bentley, send the ball in for whoever's playing on that wing. And, Today, I mean, today, but um, in the game against North Carolina, I saw a lot more diversity in what was going on. If you look, for example, at um, the chance that Gordon had, um, he's receiving the ball. It, it's not a hit and hope ball, which we usually see sent for him because of his pace. He's taking the ball and with the ball. Now he's taking on the defender pace but step for step and beating him def- uh, in with pace. Um, you, it, that was very encouraging to see. It was very encouraging to see that we're seeing a lot more elements to the kicker's attack without Bolanos there. Yeah,
0: oh, that's good to see, Matt. Let me ask you this, man. I think, um, judging from the starting lineups that we have, I'm about to pull it up real quick. Um, pretty much a four-four-two. You had Tsuzaki, e, uh, Mandicor, Decker up front. How was Vandercore Decker playing this game? Was he kind of doing the same thing that we saw in the Fuego game of kind of dropping back and trying to collect that ball in pockets, or how was he playing? I mean,
2: a little bit. Like he was playing a lot more central, and you know we saw him, mean, you know, floating wide at times there. So I'm, it wasn't you know as static a shape as you see in other games where it was you know pretty clearly four, four, uh, four three three, you know mm-hmm. across the board. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if I'd go all the way to like you know four four two. Uh, you know, it felt like maybe uh, it was almost like a quasi like Christmas tree style with uh, you know, Evie, the Ethan's kind of underneath Emmy and then you know, popping up when needed, you know, dropping back when needed. But yeah, I think the big thing I took away from EBD is that he is somebody who likes to drift centrally. And I think that's fine. Uh, it's just a matter of you know, making sure that the guys know where to find him and you know, know what kind of you know, runs uh, he's going to be looking for. And making those runs,
0: yeah, yeah, that that's that does seem to work. Um, I guess I want to ask you guys this question as well because once again, you guys watch this game like closer than what I did. Um, the partnership between Terzaghi and EVD is it something that Darren can look at and be like, "All right, this worked," or did this just work because of the situation that we were in, given the you know the status of players that were there.
2: I mean, I don't know that it didn't work. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be what we want to go with all the time. Uh, I, it's been two and a half years. I think we know that all things being equal, Darren's going to want to run You know, four three three He's going to want those you know, wide forwards, wide attackers. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think we need to look at it as, okay, well, this is the way it is moving forward because once Bolognese is back, he's going to go straight back in the team. Let's be real about that. Uh, you know, but yeah, I think it's going to be figuring out how to balance you EVD against you know Bolaños. Uh, you know, how he fits in, does he you know stay in the the first 11? Does he you know become maybe more of a sub and go from there? Because I think you know Terzaghi is written in pen, Bolaños, I'd say in pen, but you know, a little too injury prone right now for that. But if he's around, he's basically in pen, you know, so you go from there,
0: okay. Okay. Well, also, to start this game out also, as those that watched the Fuego game know that we ended the game with nine men. Nathan Oni and Stephen Payne uh, were not there in this game at all due to red cards. So, in steps in and Jalen uh, and Simon Fitch again. Matt, I know how much you love Simon. How did he do in this game? How did he play? Did he play well? Did he kind of step up into this role?
2: I think he did pretty well overall. Again, you know, He's not paying. He's not going to play that style. So, you know, knowing that, understanding that, you know, going into it makes a big difference, I think. Uh, But I thought he, you know, equipped himself pretty well. I wouldn't put either of the goals on him. I mean, you might, you know, say, okay, he should have stayed closer on Adams on the, you know, first goal. That's, you know, across, header back across the box. I can understand how somebody might get a little bit lost in there, but I thought he, you know, was perfectly respectable. Uh, but then you, know, you consider that you know the de- defense had to make another change. You know, after the break, you know Stu pulled up, uh, and you know Chris Cole had to come in. You know, and Cole ended up playing left back, so we ended up with a you know, Cole, uh, Jalen, Dakota, Simon back line, which I've got to imagine is the first time we've had that grouping you know, all year.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that probably is the first time we've had that that particular grouping. Um well, I mean, let's go ahead and let's talk about it. I mean, after the delay happened, it's kind of like is when the match really started. And the first goal that happened, a set piece by NCFC. And if I look correctly, because I had to watch the highlights of this, is it Dakota that gets caught? Caught just looking around trying to figure out it's like I think it's Dakota. I think he just loses the ball in the lights. I don't know what happens, but that's pretty much what led to the goal. <laughs>
2: I'm not sure what exactly happened, but it did look like he was—you know—he got beat for on the initial cross, uh, and then he got headed right across the face of goal, and you know, Adams was there to kind of you know just side it in from like three yards out, and you know, not much that can happen at that point.
0: Yeah, it, uh, I don't know. It what was the cause of like of this goal particularly? It just seems like we struggle with set pieces. And you would think with the height that we have on the back line, like we should be able to clear them easily. But for some reason, it's like it's kind of like we just get lost like a deer in headlights, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, it does seem well, to be one, the, the common pain point.
0: Yeah.
1: What was you about to say, Sinner? One aspect. Yeah, I was saying that one aspect of it is, uh, I mean, even with the you know the two towering guys we've got in the back, there are going to be one or two they're not going to be the first one, too. I think where our weakness lies is in the second ball. Um, most of most crosses that come in, you know, Jalen, Ani, Dakota, will take care of it. Um, but there's always going to be one or two that, that they're not going to be able to get a head on or a foot on. And those ones lead to a second ball, maybe a knockdown that, the other guys are not covering that second ball to to basically to cover for the big men that are going up for the first one. So I think that's where where some of our weakness lies, and we I'm hoping that they can try and work on that to kind of basically keep all bases covered when it comes to set pieces or at least with crosses.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, that that definitely does seem like an excellent point you made Ash, there, Shanair. Um, yeah, all right out. I'm trying to figure out how to transition and I'm struggling with it. This is what happens when you go on vacation, folks. You lose all sense of how to do the show. <laughs> Moving on to the, the goal that we scored but didn't score but we kind of did score. Um, Once again, this game seemed to be all centered around Jalen because I think Jalen was involved in what? Three of the goals that happened?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd frame it in that way. Like, well, in a yes, but I think no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, definitely
0: on this one that happened. The own goal by Molina. And I'm not going to lie. I cheated. Let me take that back. I was looking at my phone. I told my wife I wasn't going to like watch the game, but I got to learn on my phone. And when it popped up, Molina, you know, it was the first thing that went in my head. And it said own goal. I was like, first of all, why is Molina playing for Richmond? Two, what has gone horribly wrong for Molina to start? Three, Why are we not having an ongoing? And then I realized it was Melina, the striker for NCFC, and all my fear went away.
2: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) mean, you Um, got your phone, you got your alerts. Why are you not just streaming ESPN Plus uh, on me? Well,
0: because it's hard to stream ESPN Plus when you're eating she crab soup, which, by the way, if you ever go to Charleston, I advise you to go get some she crab soup. It is absolutely delicious with a little bit of Obey. It's great. But, yeah, it was hard to do. I couldn't, like, tell her, like, oh, hey, I'm going to watch and Plus. We were having a romantic dinner. Like, that would not have ended well. Wouldn't it, though? No! <laughs> no. I'm trying to have a good marriage. Matt. That messed up in the first couple of minutes.
2: I mean, tomato, tomato.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, but yeah, man, like, at first, okay, so when I first saw this going first, I thought Jalen got away with a foul. But upon watching it again, Melita had – it's kind of like Jalen just was like, oh, hey, you're going to head this into the back of the net for me. You know. Yeah, yeah, really real, time, it.
2: yeah real time, I wasn't even sure what happened. I didn't, I didn't know if, uh, you know, Ethan just put it in straight from the corner. I didn't know if, you know, Jalen just ran through with his chest. You know, couldn't tell what happened. I uh, didn't really care what happened. You know, it was goal, so no. I was good, you know, with it. Uh, but yeah, you know, help, you know, it was helpful that uh, you know, good, good old Will Palistic, you know, flapped at the ball. You know, really got next to nothing on it, and then yeah, you know, I have to imagine Melina thought there was no way the ball was getting into him at that point, and then it just hit him, went in the goal. Yeah, and got ourselves a brand new game.
0: Right, I do have to imagine that as well, and I mean. It's, it's hilarious to say. It's like on one side of defending, like when it comes to set pieces, we lose our minds sometimes. But on the opposite end of it, when we need a goal and it's a set piece, we end up making it happen and making it work, you know. Um. Well, for one player, it didn't work out well, and we wish him all the best in recovery efforts is Owen Gordon, who seemed to blow out his hamstring entirely. Uh, I think the minute that happened, but... It It was a few minutes after the
2: goal. It was around 60.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. But, I mean, if there's any play to describe, like, the show on Wayne, like, the kind of player is, is the lead-up to this goal. A way how he just... He kind of just rides the back shoulder of the last defender and just breaks it on pace. And it... I know we were talking about it before the show, but I think that if he does not pull his hamstring, I think there's a chance that he might score. it. I think the reason why he missed it is because I think of the pull hamstring. I would give him the benefit of the doubt.
2: I, I think that's kind of you. Uh yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not convinced that you know he had already pulled it, you know, by the time he took the shot because he still got, you know, good contact on it. You know, yeah, I I thought maybe it was like again you know, the the next uh step that you know it went but you know, either way, uh, you know what that showed you know to me was that you know Wayne, uh, when he's on, you know he does bring you know, that similar element to Villanias of just you know lightning speed. He you know, can be able to break a game you know by himself in that way because uh, you know, great I don't watch every North Carolina game, but I'm pretty sure Lou Young is not a slow guy, no, and no, no, no. Wayne you know, just got separation on him. You know, to the point where you know Young had the chance, you know, to pull him down. He opted not to, in retrospect. Good call by him uh to not take the red card and you know trust his goalkeeper because you know Pelizic did make a good save right there. I mean, we were just giving crap a minute or so ago, but you know, it, it was a good save. Uh you know, but unfortunately uh Gordon went down, looks to be you know second kicker's injury of the night at that point and uh, it was one of those things where it's just like, okay, felt like there's a lot of momentum in the building, and then it just you know, slammed shut at that point. Yeah,
0: it did. It just kind of seemed like, oh, well, there's that opportunity. There's that ability to get it behind that we were looking for. And then you kind of had the second goal to happen, which I'm not going to lie, watching it on the highlights, uh, hmm. <laughs> if I was there, there would have been a couple of cuts where flying throughout that game on that second goal. Wasn't great. It wasn't great. Wasn't great. I love Jalen. I do. Which also we found out by his uh is it is his girlfriend? Or if you saying yeah. his girlfriend. Um, the proper pronunciation of his last name.
2: 100 percent Chrysler.
0: Chrysler. <laughs> <Not> that car. <laughs> it's Chrysler. Um, we found out the proper. Food. She didn't tweet it at us. She just put it out there, talking about the people calling the game. But uh, show title for this week's episode. It was pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, not a great moment by him. And I, we love Jalen, but not a great moment.
2: No, uh, you know, pretty, not even run of the mill. You know, frankly, probably pretty poor across you know, by North Carolina and you know Jalen Chrysler, you know. Has a great chance, you know, to be able to trap the ball, clear the ball first time, do almost anything with the ball, and it kind of just rolls over his foot instead. The worst out of all the options, and then uh, who was I think it was Max Flick is able to be there and get yeah. a touch, and I think he even took a slight deflection to bounce up and over Akira and slowly find his way into the goal.
0: Yeah. I don't even think it rolled over. I think he I think he just swing and whiffed. Like it he just like I was praying earlier, it's like an open miss layup. Like it was that good. It was that good. Um, but you gotta imagine, man, like at that moment, you're talking about 78th minute. I'll be honest with me, y'all. Like, did you have that moment where you were just like, all right, well, that's it. <laughs> we're not gonna be in CFC on the road. Is the curse again?
2: Um. Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Because I mean, let, let's be real about it. Like at that moment, if if I was to tell you, all right, Richmond now two one on the road to NCFC, the Chief was just coming off of a bad loss to Fuego that was a capitulation, a bad loss to Greenville, and you're like, like here we go, like that's live. Like, you know, we're, as fans, you know, we're all thinking it. I, I, I can't imagine what the players were thinking at that exact moment, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, if that game doesn't turn around, you know, after that goal, you know, the kickers are square in the middle of, you know, the playoff hunt with everybody else right now and really trending in a bad direction yeah. at that point. So, you know, it's, I think it's normal to get a little bit of fatalistic. You know, especially when it is you know a pretty crap goal against a team that you know you're better than, but you never seem to manage to beat to beat down there. You know, add in you know some of the the road woes, and it just seemed like you know another here we go again sort of situation. Are we really going to be you know scrambling all the way down to the last day to get in by the you know the tip of you know tip of the tongue? Yes not the right analogy. Uh...
0: <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, but also, like, like we've been talking about, I'm pretty sure I just talked this all in the locker room of, like, getting that monkey off your back of the road win, you know, getting, like, stringing together some positive road results because, let's be real, like, the rest of this season is going to be playing on the road more or less, you know. um, It comes down to it. Like, how is this team going to perform on the road? How are things going to play in? It's not going to be easy, you know. Um, But we throw all that talk in the trash because, lo and behold, the magician, our lord and savior, Neil Vignoles, decides, you know what? I'm about to play two beautiful crosses into the box. Someone's going to get ahead on it. <laughs> First one, um, I, I know we were just talking bad about Jalen, but if it's not for Jalen, Rushing out, not rushing out of the box, I make it seem bad, but pretty much hunting the ball down and playing it back to Vignoles. This goal does not happen. Absolutely. He he does a beautiful job of placing this on Trezagi's head, who does a great job of of, like, I don't know. is probably the only striker I've seen to really do it in League One, but he does a great job of, like, you know, where there's a strike, a center back, like in front of you and behind you, and you can kind of just make, like, not like a darting run, but kind of like this. Diagonal run behind where it kind of pulls both of them. But like, he does a great job of that. Nothing?
2: Okay. I was, I was waiting for Shaneer. I thought he was going to say something.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm not just talking to myself. Like, oh, no. Um, but yeah, no, he does a great job of that and just making making that space, you know, making that opportunity there. And then the second goal. Well, hold, on, hold on. Oh, was like the first goal? Okay
2: yeah yeah so I think uh Neil has found that spot you know at the you know top left corner of the box that he just seems to love and thrive you know in that exact location yeah. know, the Madison goal came from about right there uh, the you know goal against Greenville that Bentley ended up heading in you know came from Neil letting rip from right about there I'm sure there's probably some others but both of them on Wednesday night you know, came from almost that exact same spot you know it really seems to be an area that he, he likes to be able to work out of and uh you know, he is able to make that space for himself you know, uh, consistently uh you know, being able to be on the ball and you know be able to make a move of a defender you know get himself that yard of space that he needs to be able to release across be able to find uh you know, whatever player you know, he needs to be able to find right there so uh yeah, and that you see Neil Vinyal's you know, kind of cutting inside, you know, right, you know, the top of the box from the left. You you probably you gonna see uh, something dangerous come about.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, like it. I'm not gonna lie, it was a pretty ball. It 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 goes into like that perfect place of where it 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 goes to that perfect place of where the defenders can't necessarily attack it and just clear it, but also like. The goalkeeper can't just rush off his line and, you know, just capture it. So it's kind of like everyone's just stuck in no man's land at that point. It just, it just took advantage of it.
2: Yeah. I think the thing that you know, stood out about this one, too, it was a near post cross. Uh, and because a lot of times, you know, you're in that position, you know, you, you're expecting, all right, he's going to swing it to the far post. A lot more people are over there to be able to do something with the ball. But, you know, on this near post, uh, you know, kind of, you know, inside cross almost. Emmy's the only person who could have possibly played that. You know, if Emmy doesn't get onto it, it's gonna be a you know, easy catch for the goalkeeper. Yeah, the, you know, after that. So uh, but yeah, he put it in the exact right spot. Emmy laid out you know for it, and two two stoppage time.
0: There you go. Know. That's all that matters. In two two, everyone was kind of just like uh, you know, listening to Walking 90, listening to back to the audio of the game, like. Everyone was pretty much saying, like, oh, this is a win for Richmond. Did it feel like that at that moment? Like, all right, we came back, we drove this game. Granted, everything was kind of put against us with the rain delay, two probably of our best defense red cards, a win going out with the injury. Like, did it feel like a win with the 2-2 at that point? Would you have been happy with the 2-2 if it would have stayed that way? I
2: would have been fine with the 2-2 given that – Road points and you know North Carolina history mm-hmm. and everything, but you know, at the same time there was that little part of me that was like, all right, FA, let's go, you know, just win this instead. I don't know if I really believed it at that moment, but had the thought. Oh yeah, yeah. What about you? Sam? I
0: think
1: I, uh, I think that second goal we scored, uh, Terzaghi's goal, uh, kind of knocked the wind out of uh, North Carolina's sails, and I think that is what if if it had not affected them like as as much psychologically as it did i think the kickers would have been like all right let's shut up shop let's go home with a 2-2 draw we'll we'll deal with that but i think they could it was like a shark smelling blood in the water um they could sense that it knocked it really knocked the wind out of north Carolina sails and i think that's why the kickers kept pushing they kept pushing forward they kept going um, well, so for-
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this is the thing since June 18th, when they beat Charlotte 2 0. Um, and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe at that point, there were
2: I know they were top
0: four, they might have been second in the table at that point.
2: They were second at some point, I don't remember when exactly it was.
0: Yeah, it, it might have been right around there, but ever since June 18th, they have played seven games. One draw, six losses. So, this was like, this is a game they needed to win badly. You know, like this was like the game where it's like, all right, we get everything back on shape. We, you know, Richmond needed this game as well, where it's kind of like, all right, we've had a bad game against Greenville. We've had a bad game against Fuego. We need to show that our road form is improving. You know, Tormenta, Fort Madison, Union Omaha, Charlotte. I can't believe I'm adding Charlotte to this are just like, hey, we're coming for second place. And this is kind of like that moment, like you alluded to, where it's kind of like, it's 2-2. And Rich was like, well, we're going to go for it. It's NCFC is like, all right, hold on. Like, just just hold on. Let's get out here with a draw. Let's let's keep it pushing. And you're right, Shiner, It's kind of like, when it when the Chizaki scored, you could just see NCFC players like, just like, ugh. Like, here we go. I kind of – it's funny enough because on Saturday, which was yesterday, uh, I went to the Charleston Battery-Sacramento game, which congratulations to Sacramento. They're going to the U.S. Open Cup Final. But it was kind of like this the same way how I see the FC after that 2-2 draw where Trazog scores, their head drops. And in, in Charleston is the same they happened. Now, Charleston's bad. Like, they're like Richmond 2018 levels bad. Like, it's, it's not good. Um, mm-hmm. but they score early in Sacramento and the crowd's into it and then Sacramento scores and you get to see all the players just like drop their heads they're like oh here we go again and like that kind of thing is demoralizing because then it's like well if you don't believe we're getting back into this game then watch it." I believe is a fan that you're going to get back in this game you feel me
1: exactly and not not to mention the fact that they already didn't have a lot of fans there because of the rain delay so there was yeah. no one to, to after letting in the equalizer, no one to kind of get in and on them and be like, hang in there, hang in there, or try you know, try and get one back. And you know, it's stoppage time at this point right now. So Yeah,
0: yeah. And from and yeah. what
1: I heard from the audio, like you could see you could hear like the you kick us like I serious I heard Richard Hayes. I heard Richard hate on the audio. Cool. What I realized <laughs> like about Richard Hayes, going ballistic when
0: Terzaghi scored that goal. <laughs> what I realized about Richard Hayes is that no matter if, if it's a broken, he can go to the game. You are going to hear him. You are going to hear that man. Oh yeah. Um. So with that aside, two two. You would think, all right, that's it. In the ninety seventh minute, once again, Neil Vignoles. Now I will say this: the cross up he did in summer uh, summer all. Nasty, put that man on his ass, and then he just loops into the back post. And I'm not gonna lie, when he loops into the back post, to Matt Bentley, I was like, always going out of bounds. Like it's too hard. Like he hit it too hard. Got too much underneath it. Like uh they're gonna they're gonna get the corner. I mean, they're gonna get the free kick. And then I see Matt Bentley just nonchalantly toss his head in there. It takes like a weird bounce. I think it hits off Dakota's belly. Does it hit Trizaga and go back to Dakota?
1: No, it hit it hit Pulisic. Okay. I think it hit Pulisic and, and came back off of Dakota.
0: Which is in itself still weird. <laughs> this is this is probably the weirdest goal to look at, A China S. <laughs> um. But at that point, the game is now 3-2. And I swear, for like I know in U.S.L. League, well, we don't have bar or anything like that, which, by the way, we need to seriously think about getting gold light technology. That's it. That's the only technology I'm saying we can. We can do our bar. We don't have the money. I deal with gold light technology.
2: You see where some of these teams are playing? You think these players are hey, equipped for technology?
0: Hey, hey, if we can train people for international roster spots, there's some money there that Jake can throw around for something. Um, But – I'm not going to lie. For like two minutes, I was like, yo, he, there has to be a foul somewhere in this goal. And there wasn't. And I lost my shit in the Airbnb that we were at. <coughs> lost my <laughs> shit. Absolutely did. Um, Because I was so excited, I jumped into the pool fully clothed. And for another split second, I had a heart attack because I thought I had my Apple Watch. I mean, my iPhone. Uh-huh. But I didn't. <laughs> but did I care? No, because Dakota scored the game winning goal. And now we I think we went last year. Did we have any defender score?
2: Uh yeah, Yvonne.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Yvonne, yeah. But now you got Dakota has two goals. Um Jalen has two or three, and Ani has two. So all the center backs are scored.
2: Yeah, it's nice to be able to get some uh, diversity where the goals are coming from. I uh, will say the goal was not in the 97th. It was definitely in the like 90 plus four or so because it was still within stoppage time because I may have had a change of opinion on how much stoppage time there should have been immediately after the goal was scored. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, yeah, you're right, you're
0: right. That was 90 what, what definitely seemed
2: like five minutes, how is it, or only five minutes, might have quickly become... Uh, we're at five minutes. You know this is way too much. Call it now. <laughs>
0: Blow the whistle. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. On the last play, even with like with the NCFC, is like kicking that ball along and and um, Bentley goes up to win it. I'm like, just don't foul. Like, do not foul. Like, that's all I need. Like, do not foul.
1: I know, no, not especially not where he was. Like, that was not too far from the top of the D. You don't want to be. Giving away a free kick from there with literally seconds left. No. But
0: no. and I was just like, oh, like this is not gonna end well. This is not gonna end well. Luckily enough, it did. Richmond's 3 2, staying second at the table on uh, 28 points. We're now four points behind Greenville, who I don't know what is, I don't know what it is between Greenville and Tormenta. They can't overcome them whatsoever this year. Um, so that keep us four points there with the win on Tuesday. We go to one. And other results of the table kind of went our way for Madison you mm-hmm. know, with Drew. You, your Omaha drew right, and then really? the Tucson the game didn't really matter at all, right? If I'm doing my math right.
2: Yeah, they didn't play anyway. Yeah. So,
0: out of all of these guys, what is like the bigger, bigger talking point that we from this match? How, we, how do we rate their performance? How do we rate this team thus far on the road, this little road trip they're doing? How, how do you guys feel?
2: I mean, for um, me – oh, go, go ahead, Shannir. Yeah, uh, just,
1: I, I just feel that at, at this point right now, that, that we saw a grit and a, and a sense of, of never say die on the road with these guys that we haven't seen before this season. Um, we, and this is something that we've talked about before that they struggle on the road. They, you know, we, they, they can't seem to figure it out on the road. When we go back to city stadiums, they're, they're, they're moving like clockwork, but then they go on the road and it's like, everything goes out of the water. Um, but in this game, even though they went down to one, you still saw that grit, you saw that intensity uh, you saw that that sense of of you know that never say die attitude that I feel that we have been lacking on the road. so that that was a good turning point to have to, uh, in that game against North Carolina.
2: Yeah, I think uh, being able to you know, take three points away from a game where for most of the game, they didn't play great. They had a good you know spell uh, you know, early in the second half uh, with the goal and then all the way up to. Owens' injury, but you know beyond that, they didn't, they didn't play great, but they still found a way to get the points. And I think that's, yeah, uh, you know, the next step. You know, we've seen them be able to play well and steamroll you know teams, but hasn't always you know come together when it was just you know a meh type performance. of still being able to get the points. Yeah. Uh, so I think if they can you know, be able to continue to you know, get you know something out of days when they don't you know have it 100. percent That's going to be a real big driver moving forward. I think the other thing for me is the health question moving forward, because, uh, you know, again, two more, you know, went down against North Carolina, uh, you know, Wayne uh, we've talked about it a bit, but yeah, uh, Stu Ritchie, he had to get subbed out in the first half after the break. Uh, and What, you know, is a decently deep team, you know, quickly becoming getting tested on that and, you know, the amount of depth that's going to be out there. uh there, Going to dry up before too long if you know guys aren't able to come back from these injuries either. So uh, I think that's just something to keep an eye on, keep you know a watch for moving forward.
0: Yeah, is it? We're at that point of the year now where I need to think about donating my ACLs again.
2: I mean, if you you got to have some kind of you know good lift if you're uh, doing cannonballs into a pool or something, right?
0: Well, I mean, it was more just like a a running fall. But yes, <laughs> they're, they're decent. They're active enough.
2: Uh, Ellie, um, Ellie, this is the point where you you should realize that none of us saw this happen. You could be able to build that story up a lot more than I just fell in the pool.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't fall. In the pool.
2: It was more like a run and then like a jump and then like, no, no, like, and like
0: you know. oh, my, my phone is in my pocket. Hit the pool, realized my wallet and it was like, whoo. And then my wife walks inside looks at me is like, <sighs> <I> mean, <laughs> yes you did yes you absolutely did. Oh, my God. but yeah uh, that was the fun part of it so we we take all of this we now we move over to it to noco who we play on tuesday uh matt you said still going out to the game right i'm in colorado as we speak oh look at that
1: hey, hey.
0: have fun you finally found out where the stadium is um what is the weather like right there? Because I know what Charles
2: said. It was uh, 105. It's nice out here. Oh. Uh, I, I get it, you know, why people like it out here. Because I think the temperature's been in, like, the 80s, low 90s. But uh, there's no humidity. <laughs> you know, so, so, like, you know, uh, in Richmond where you go outside, and you need to turn right back around.
0: Oh, uh, Did we lose Matt to finally the crappy internet connection? I think we did. Oh, God. You take a shower For a and, second, I
1: thought it was me. No,
0: <laughs> no, I think Matt's back. Matt, are you there, buddy? Someone, Matt's mm-hmm. there. Someone, um, well, I'll go ahead and move on to the next one. Um, Shadir, let me ask you this question, man. Since we got a little time to kill, can you name me? So, Neil Villiers, Neil got his second assist of the year. I know that's why mm-hmm. he has more goals than assists this year. Can you name the other four kickers that have more assists to him?
2: Let Oh, I said. Okay,
0: so Dill Neal registered his second assist of the year. He has more goals than assists so far this year. He has four goals to assist. There's four other kickers players that has more more assists than him. Can you name those other kickers players?
2: First of all, I don't. I'm not buying whatever they're selling. With Vinyals, only has two assists. I was going to throw that out there.
0: Hey, I don't. They said the man only has two assists.
2: I mean, uh, this is just more a common theme of uh, the stat keepers, you know, shorting our guys all year long. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. But, um, Except it um, won't uh, one of the uh, correct uh, answers of Bolaños. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Blanios
1: Bolaño, uh Ethan Bryant probably. Because yeah. I think he's got he's got a, a few corner kick, you know, assists. Um, yeah, Ethan's on Payne, four. surely. Payne,
0: Payne, Payne is yeah. three with three, go- uh, three assists. Who's four?
2: Zaka? No. no.
0: Uh-uh. Alone. Leo.
2: Leo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the two in the Charlotte game.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, currently, 11 players on the team has has at least registered assists. Oh. Brian, Payne, Byma, and then Neil at five. So, there you go. So, yep. Wow.
1: I mean that, that that's showing you, you know, things are really spreading out. Like the goals, the assists. Um, I'm just, I'm just hoping that you know Tuzagi can start. I hope today. I mean, that the North Carolina games flood. That the floodgates open for him because I'm. Even though I like the fact that the goals are spread out, I just want to see him win Golden Boot third year in
2: a row. <laughs>
0: I mean, let's see. Where is he at right now?
2: He's on eight. Lapovic is – I thought he was on 11. Yeah, I think
0: Lap is on 11. 11 now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a possibility. And the thing is, well, Laps and Terzaka, neither one has scored penalties so far. So, I mean, hey, there's a possibility Terzaka can still be in it because um, McLaughlin has gone cold. Para is on eight right now. Uh, Villars is on eight. So, yeah, it's a possibility. Zagy can still walk away with Golden hey,
1: Look, I, I hope this opens the floodgates. He just needs to score, like, one or two goals per game. Like, let's go. Let's go to I've been K scoring two
2: goals a game, for the record. <laughs> there we go. There we
0: go. Um, Let's talk a little bit about our NoCo. This game coming up, Richmond has the opportunity for another sweep. Uh, we already completed one sweep this year with NCFC on this road trip. They get to do a second one with NoCo. Mm. How important would this be to Richmond to do another? Not well, not sweep, but to win a season series against another team.
2: I mean,
1: I mean, I think it would be great. I, I mean, the, the more uh, this is one thing that I feel that we had a problem with these past couple seasons is, you know, really shutting teams out in their in a series or really, you know showing dominance over particular teams throughout the season. And this season we're showing that with more than one or two teams, like we're showing that we are, we are dominating certain teams game in game out when we're playing them throughout the season. Of course, we're, we're a little over halfway through the season. We still have a little ways to go yet, but that's, to me is important. It's important to, to show that dominance because psychologically, it will help you when you reach the level of the playoff.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. So far, the kickers have completed a season sweep over uh, Charlotte, now North Carolina. So we own the Carolinas. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, you, yeah. You,
2: you, got, you got to be tighter on the use of the word sweet, man. We lost North Carolina the okay. first time.
0: Okay, sweet, beat. We won the series.
2: That's the won point. the, oh, the team, a gentleman yeah.
0: Sweep. yeah, a gentleman's <laughs> sweep. We won it five. <laughs> We gave him a first game for the bookies. Um, <laughs> they can do another gentleman sweep against NoCo, and then they can do a real sweep <clears throat> against Tucson on Saturday. So that would be great. That would be great. Um oh, come on, finish all that out. How do we expect Richmond to line up, given that Ani and Payne will be back for Saturday, um, but they will be out with Richie and O'Gordon? and presumably still uh, Bolaños. How are we expecting kickers to line up for this matchup?
2: We're, we're guessing that Richie will be out. We're guessing that Gordon will be out. Uh, if that's the case. If Gordon plays
0: on Tuesday after what that injury looked like, that man's hamstring need to be tested for every Olympic <laughs> athlete. Like We just need to do more <laughs> research on his hammies and give them to Olympic athletes.
1: Yes, <laughs>
2: that th- that level of recovery is Wolverine level, like for real. <laughs> okay. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, th- I think you see the usual midfield. Uh, presumably, Simon will probably play left back. Pan will go back into right back. Center back, I don't know. Like, do you just re- keep rolling with you know Jalen and uh, Dakota? Because I was working while while Oni was out before you know, with injury. Uh, for this matchup, I will say
0: yes. Because I yeah. I'm just, yeah, I was for to this matchup. Open. I will say yes. What are you thinking? You seem a little conflicting on it. Me? Um, yeah, you seem a little yeah. conflicting. On it. What do you think?
2: I I think you leave only on the bench to start off with. Because why? Why mess with a good thing?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is the other thing, too. Noko is second in the league so far in big chances created with 31. Tormenta only has more with 33. But they lead the league in most big chances missed at 26. So I think, like, the partnership of Jalen and Dakota should be able to deal with that enough to kind of clear things out. Um, And the thing is, they play a lot of long balls. They play about 34 a game, and they average 6.3 crosses per game right behind us, we average five point two. So I think like Dakota and Jalen should be well enough to to deal with that, and take care of that. My only concern really becomes the Stu Richie plays. If Stu's that healthy to play, Simon's right there. But on that same side, I imagine Para and I'm j i am forget who else knuckle no, has they have someone else. Are gonna try to combine on that side versus going on the side where Payne and you
1: know, Jalen honor You feel me? Yeah. So- well, I feel like that's that's one element where you're going to need some help from that midfield. You're going to need some help from that midfield on that side to shift over and support. Um, uh, to uh, to support um, who's over there? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Left back. Oh, uh, Simon. Simon, there you go. Um, To support that left-back position, um, to to basically give Simon to make sure that he's not, you know, ganged up on over there. So I'm not too concerned about it because I do feel our midfield tends to shift with the play very easily and very well. Mm -hmm. Um, Laterally, I mean. Um, My question lies in the front um with Bolaños out Gordon out, are you putting are you playing the 442 like we did this time and, and or are we gonna put Evd Terzaghi, and Bentley? Which in my opinion I don't like very much.
0: The four through three with Evd Terzaghi, and Bentley yeah. or the four four two?
1: Or are you going to bring Candela in as a fourth midfielder and maybe have Terzaghi and EVD or Terzaghi and Bentley partner up top? I, I would prefer him go for a four four two rather than having those three up top because I don't think those three up top work very well in a, in a 4-3-3. Like EVD, Bentley, and Terzaghi. I, I, I don't, what, to, to be honest with you, my, my question is where is the pace in that? Because I, I feel like our pace comes from Gordon and Bolaños when it comes to the front. And if you t- if those two players are not available, I think we need to focus more on having more guys in the midfield and having two up top than trying to have a striker and wingers without pace.
0: Any thoughts on that, Matt? yeah.
2: I mean, I believe Darren's going to completely change the system when he actually changes it. Yeah, uh, you know, so I think, I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if we see you know both Ethan's sort of playing wingers, but not totally in the same way that uh, some of our other guys play wingers, uh, like we saw against North Carolina. Uh, we'll have Payne back, so he's going to be able to you know, give some of that width uh, that you know, uh, might not be in there otherwise. That could help uh solve some of Schneer's issues uh but yeah it's tough you know, because because presumably down you know two, you know the you know, key guys I'm guessing Bolduc's not ready yet either so really you know three of the you know speediest options on the wing just it's going to change a little bit about style uh that doesn't have to be a, a bad thing you know just might mean that we have more you know inside cutters uh you know coming from the wing than uh you guys looking to get to the line and Play it that way,
0: yeah. yeah. it's going to be a very important game. It's going to be a very fun game. Um, watch to see Darren comes out here with the upside down Christmas tree only one defender in the back and five attackers. You know, innovative thinking.
1: Let's okay. go, old school.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. he's going to pull out the old W formation and tell Mika to go play somewhere in that M. Um gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. But um guys, I think that is pretty much everything. I think I don't know. Um
2: rankings. Oh yeah. Player rankings.
0: All right, let's go ahead and do this. For me, I would have to say uh player of the match is definitely Neil Um without him, we were not coming back to win this game. Um Two, I would give to uh, – I'll give it to Jazagi. He, he scored a goal. He got back on the score sheet. So I'll give it to Jazagi. And then one, I give it to Jalen. Even though Jalen let in the goal, he worked his butt off to help supply the, the second goal to tie the game up and also in the first goal. So, And also we learned how to pronounce his name. So if I don't give him a point, his girlfriend will get mad at me. And I don't want that to happen just putting it out there. Players, <laughs> girlfriends can buy my votes. Oh, I'm not putting that <laughs> on the table. Um, <laughs> Shanir, I'll let you go next, buddy. all
1: right. All um, right. Yeah, I was going to go three points to Neal. Absolutely. He he was not only with the two assists, but he also had the front line picking for most of the game. Um the two points I'm going to go also with Zagi getting getting back in scoring form, um, and literally being that fox in the box that he's so so well known for. And it, it was interesting because actually after he scored that goal, the commentator actually said there is no goal poacher in USL like him, and that is so true. Like the guy is a poacher, and I think he's probably the best goal poacher in USL League One. Hands down, um, one point. I think I'm gonna have to go. I have to go with the for, um You know, his positioning uh, with the third goal, just being in the right place, attacking the the play, crashed in the box. Yeah, you didn't really know much of, of what was happening when he scored the goal, but if you're not in the right place, if you're not uh, putting yourselves in the right places, things like that don't happen. So
2: I'm going to give the
1: one point to Dakota.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: you all said all the key stuff. I went uh, Neil, Dakota, Emmy you know, for mine. Uh, but, yeah, you know, good, solid ratings uh, you know, for especially you, Elliot. You know, uh, you're – self-proclaimed uh you know 10 minutes of game time
0: well hey look (laughs) at least I was honest oh I know (laughs) at least I was honest I tried yeah I
2: I I I, I pre I I legitimately appreciated the hey you know I got you know the 10 minutes plus the highlights clip I got this yeah You know, imagine how much we would have had to say if you, you know, got to watch the first boring 22 minutes before the rain delay or the last, you know, 20 minutes of the first half, which were also boring. And,
0: like, yeah, that that, that was my whole clip of just watching that, like, whoa, this is gonna be fun! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all right. But as always, listeners, we want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day for listening to our show because without you, this wouldn't be possible. We wouldn't do a podcast if no one listened to it. So there's the reason why you listen. Um, as always, make sure you follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook at River City 93 Like, share, subscribe. Also, check out Matt's work. Um, I'm going to quickly give him access to the Canvas so he can do more of his wonderful articles because I forgot to do it over the weekend. Got to make sure we give you those. So, for Matt, Chenaire I'm Elliot. We'll holler at you guys next week or probably after the No-Cocaine. Maybe be sooner. Bye, y'all.